How's it going, everybody? My name is Davey. This is the Give Him Help Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for listening to my episode last week. I had a really fun time doing it. I had a lot of people reach out and say that the music was okay. Yeah, it was It was fine. It was passable. It was passable. So we'll do it again today. Again, it's always just, a, just so you get a better feel for the band. So... Again, until I get, like, better equipment or anything like that. You know, I'll just, I'll keep ripping from my turntable, if you guys are fine with that. If it doesn't, like, destroy your experience in listening to what I'm doing or anything like that. So, yeah, we'll do it again. We'll do it again today. And I'm really excited about the album that we're going to talk about today. We'll get to that in just a minute. I know last week when I was on the uh, do yourself a favor part, there wasn't much. And I started screaming about supporting local independent. Um... Yeah, please, by all means, like, if your favorite local independent is still up and running, uh, doing takeout, doing online ordering, or, like, doing, you know, if they have an online shop or something like that, please, by all means, keep doing that if you have the means to do that. Um, my restaurant that I work at, uh, there are actually two locations, uh, we have one up north and then we have one downtown. Uh, the one that I work at uh, actually got shut down for the foreseeable future. And uh, quite honestly, it was freaking me the fuck out at first. I sat down, I took a breath, I worked everything out. Work closed for the for- foreseeable future. I'm good for the foreseeable future. I'm excited about the opportunity to be able to work on some things that I've been neglecting. Uh, so. It'll honestly probably just be me, like, trying to get ahead on this. Uh, that way I can give myself a little little bit of a break. Uh, not that not that I dump all this time and energy into this, but I, I do I do work really, really hard uh, to make sure that this is exactly what I want it to be. And, uh, you know, it'll just give me some a little bit more time to make sure that, you know, I have exactly what I want and I know exactly what I want to say. Um... So, I'm looking forward to it. You know, again, if you can support local, do it. If you can't, help where you can. Anyway, moving forward. I know I said last week that we were going to, like, excuse me. I know we said last week that there was really nothing to talk about with Do Yourself a Favor. And this week, there are finally fucking albums that came out that I am excited to talk about. One of them flew under my radar last week. Um, But, you know, I'm just, I need to get my finger on the pulse a little bit better, and I understand that. But two big releases that came out today, uh... The Suicide Machines from Detroit released their new album uh, called uh, Revolution Spring. And if I'm correct in my thinking, I'm only thinking about it just now. uh, This is the Suicide Machines first album since 2008. Um, I listened to it this morning. I absolutely fucking love it. It is it is a line drive for any fan of the band. Like I know the last album, if we're all on the same page and talking about the album that came out in 2008, uh, the, <clears throat> that was a little bit of like a turn for them and like ended up sounding more like what would go on to become Hellmouth. Um, but uh, this new album is a, com- it, it's, it, I'm not saying it's fanfare, but I am saying that it is the suicide machines that you love and you hope that you get when you listen to one of their albums. That came out today on Fat Wreck and totally worth listening to. Another one that came out today, uh, Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem released his third studio album. Uh, it's called Local Honey. 
and it is much much different from his other from his previous two albums um it is a lot more stripped down it is a lot more mellow uh the album that came out prior to this uh called sleepwalkers i feel like was just kind of like okay okay like they just they just shot the fucking moon with production and it was a really 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 good album and i feel like uh, the album that came out prior to that his first one kind of just sounded like the gaslight anthem album we never got local honey is a great mellow album just sit down take in digest and it is it's really fucking good i listened to that album this morning as well and it's totally worth it. Like, if you like Brian Fallon, if you like his voice, if you like his songwriting, you're not going to be disappointed. Another album that came out this, uh, the, the album that actually flew under my radar from last week was uh, King Dude released a new album. I did not write down the name, uh, but if you are not familiar with King Dude, uh, the best way to describe him is a uh, goth country. Uh, he has one of those voices that is like immediately recognizable. Like, it's just like, yep, I get it. And it might have been six or seven years ago. Uh, I heard uh, one of his singles called Lucifer is the Light and immediately fell in love with it and have been following his career ever since. He released a new album. If you're looking for something different, if you're looking for something new, King Dude is totally worth checking out. I absolutely love him. I love his voice. I love his style. Uh, also, in that same vein, Killing Joke released a new single as well. So, if you're looking for some darker stuff, Killing Joke, King Dude, give him a listen. Alkaline Trio also released a new EP, and it is really fucking good. If they're going to postpone their tour with Bad Religion, at least we have this while we're waiting. Some singles that dropped um, that I've just been kind of digging into. Uh, Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears uh, released a new single. And the album that Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears released prior to this was just under the Black Joe Lewis name. It was a blues album. And Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears have a reputation for being like a really up-tempo like, uh, funk band. Uh, this is still very bluesy, like the last Black Joe Lewis album. Uh, but the Honey Bears are back. And it's a really, really good listen. Uh, if if you want something else to listen to other than punk and ska. Uh, also, Mayday Parade released a new single. And it's, I mean, it's a fucking line drive. I'm, I'm good with it. Like, yeah, no, it's just Mayday Parade. Nothing crazy. Uh, Vanilla Muffins from Sweden, who are an amazing oi band, also released a new album as well. So there are plenty, plenty of things plenty of things to talk about uh as far as music is concerned uh as well as like any band that you like doing like these online streaming shows it seems like it just it it keeps coming up like again and again and again like if you like a band you can see a band streaming somewhere uh on on the internet i know like tomorrow tomorrow is saturday i'm recording on friday i know one week records is doing like a streaming festival uh and they have like one of the guys from pairs they have one of the guys from flatliners so like that'll be really cool if you have the time if you're a non-essential employee like myself it's not like we got much else to do i'll probably check it out um so it's it's just been it's been really cool to see uh it's also been a cool way to stay entertained because i mean like I'm not doing anything other than listening to music and podcasts and like working on this. So, uh, yeah, just, you know, having just that like little, little escape from whatever the fuck else I'm doing has been really, really nice and much, much appreciated. 
Uh, I know last week I said that I was going to talk about an all-star psychobilly band from LA. Had a little bit of a goof em up. I completely, genuinely thought that this band, this artist, was from LA. They are from Ireland. Please excuse me. Um, <laughs> you listen to it, you just don't know. I mean, I just really, really like the music, and I hadn't started working on this prior as much, uh, and I just didn't didn't dig down to where I needed to to fig- like actually know where the artist was from. That said, doesn't take away from what what we are talking about this week. This is still a really good band and a really, really, really good album. This week we are talking about Amelda May's album, Tribal. Uh, Tribal is the fourth studio album uh, by the Irish rockabilly musician Amelda May, released on April 25th, 2014 on Decca Records. And Amelda May is one of those bands, artists, I mean, they it's the name is Amelda May. She is the lead singer. But there is a whole band. It is her husband and two other people playing upright bass, hollow body guitar, drums. I mean, it's it's a full fucking experience. They just go under the Amelda May name. Um, this is this is one of those bands. Um, I was just at a record store one day, digging through dollar bin of CDs, and I really really like the album cover. Uh, I thought that the girl had cool hair and uh, it was very mid-century modern and there was a cover of Tainted Love on there. I blindly bought it, took it home. It turned out to be this surprisingly really, really good psychobilly rockabilly band. And I, ever since that day, like I think that would have been, let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think, uh, about seven years ago. Yeah, seven years ago uh, is when I got into Imelda May and it, it's just that it's just never like she has never like gone off my turntable and my radar anything like that even up into her newest release which we'll dig into a little it a little bit in a little while it's not a lot to talk about it's just a thought and a feeling uh anyway if you're not familiar with Amelda May and I say her name a lot and I talk about her a lot until I actually show somebody anything. They don't really know what I'm talking about. So a little bit of background on Imelda May. Uh, Imelda May is an Irish singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist. Uh, although primarily known as a singer, she also plays guitar and bass. Uh, described as a unique vocal talent, uh, May is known for her musical style of rockabilly revival and has comp- been compared to jazz musicians such as Billie Holiday uh, multiple times. And it shows like when you listen when you listen to it and if you know anything about Billie Holiday it totally totally holds up so moving forward prior to the release of Tribal in 2003 uh, the band released uh, an an album called No Turning Back in 2007 she signed a contract with Ambassador Records and recorded her second album titled Love Tattoo which went on to reach number one in Ireland and received wide critical acclaim Uh, fast forward a bit uh, she was on uh, she went on tour with uh, Jules Holland and uh, then he had a show in the UK that he brought her on and uh, that kind of just kind of skyrocketed uh, her and the band like as far as like their trajectory like the Jules Holland show did a lot a lot for this band and uh, because of that she won female artist of the year in 2009 at the 2009 meteor awards um if if you listen to the first if you listen to the first song at the beginning of this episode you're gonna notice like 
immediately. She has a very, very strong, very commanding voice. Because it's fucking perfect. And I, I don't know what the pool looks like in uh, Ireland for female vocalists, but if anybody if anybody deserves to win it, I totally believe that it's Imelda May. Uh, anyway, on January 30, 31st, 2010, Imelda May performed at the 52nd Grammy Awards with Jeff Beck in tribute to Les Paul and Mary, uh, Mary Ford. Uh, she released her thir- third studio album, Mayhem, in Ireland on September 3rd, 2010, again reaching number one in the Irish album charts and the UK. Um, Mayhem is the album that I found uh, at the dollars uh, in the dollar section at the record store. Uh, it it looks exactly how it sounds. Like in hindsight, like with hindsight being 2020, uh, when you look at the album. You put it on, you listen to it, it sounds exactly like it should. Um, Mayhem was so well recepted critically, uh, and even won a Melda May a few awards. After the cycle was over, though, it was time to hit the studio again and record the outfit's latest album, Tribal. And I knew about Mayhem, and I had it for, I've had it for a really, really long time, and I just kind of, I never expected that I would ever find anything uh, from Imelda May ever, ever again. I was just like, you know what? I've got this one album. I'm fine with it. Um, I ended up moving to a part of the city. Uh, I lived in Irvington on the east side for a little bit and, uh, right down the street from one of my favorite record stores at the time before they closed. Um, and I was just digging through, digging through like the punk and rock kid everything and like modern shit releases and right in the middle of all of it was a a Melda May tribal like I actually genuinely had to google it to make sure that this was like the artist that I was thinking of and it was a new fucking album and when I took that album fucking home I fucking loved it and I can I, I, I can go on about that here in a little bit but Originally slated for a summer re- summer release, Tribal was recorded at Livington Studios in London with producer Mike Crossy. Uh, Mike Crossy has produced bands such as the Arctic Monkeys, the 1975, 21 Pilots, Jake Bug, Gaslight Anthem, Youngblood, and that's just naming a few. And there aren't a bunch of bands that I just listed there that I love, but it definitely does speak to the testament of this recording. It sounds really, really, really good. Rockabilly is really, really tough to record uh, because of the upright bass, and it's tough to make it sound clean. Uh, Tribal sounds clean as fuck. Uh, The album features a more up-tempo style of Rockabilly in comparison to May's previous releases, uh, with several critics drawing comparisons to uh, the Psychabilly genre and bands like The Cramps and The B-52s. Uh, and if you listen to it, like, yeah, Mayhem definitely wouldn't, I would never ever consider a Psychobilly album, uh, but with Tribal, I absolutely would. Uh, just like, especially like with the lyric content and like the way that it sounds, like it, it is, it, it definitely, definitely is a Psychobilly album. I mean, you're talking about, there's one song on there called Hellfire Club, and like, that is very, very uniquely Irish folklore. Uh, about a devil and uh, like a, the devil in a card game. Uh, there's uh, that song is on there. There's a song called Gypsy and Me, uh, Little Pixie. Uh, it, there's just so many things that make this like 
a very true to form uh psychobilly album without without ever like leaning too terribly much into the shtick um because like when you when you get into psychobilly like you notice a lot that it's it's very tongue-in-cheek it's a lot of fun it never takes itself too terribly seriously uh Imelda Mace Tribal doesn't necessarily take itself too seriously but the lyrics are a lot more serious than a lot of like all right let's just look they don't they don't have a song about corpse fucking there is that the bar because they're a little bit above it if that's if if that's the case like I don't know how to necessarily speak to it like you know what you know what I mean if you listen to psychobilly they don't have any songs like the necromantics they don't have any songs like the horror pops they stayed very very on brand with who they were and who they are and wrote a really really good album because of it um anyway upon its release tribal received genuinely favor favorable acclaim and placed in several international charts including ireland where it was debuted at number one the uk where it peaked at number three and new zealand where it placed in the top 20. there were two singles that went along with this album uh, wild woman and it's good to be alive um yeah so with this album like it sounded different and it like i was saying like it definitely leaned more into the psychobilly genre uh but that does not make it a worse album for it i just think critically speaking it kind of fell a little flat for some critics uh i actually have another uh, another review that we can get into in a little bit but i mean this album was recorded by such a fucking great producer and put out on such a good fucking record label uh it was put out on decca and decca has a huge fucking history like decca is a british label established in 1929 by edward lewis its u.s label was established in late 1934 uh, uh with lewis along with uh, america's american decca's first president jake cap uh who comes up again and again in uh 20th century country music uh you give me a second i'll list i'll list some names and you'll understand what i'm talking about uh jack cap was a uh, just ruthless uh decker has released everything from louis armstrong billy holiday sister rosetta tharp to the rolling stones kitty wells ernest tubb patsy klein and loretta loretta lynn and that's naming such a few on such a fucking storied record label uh Decca eventually got bought out and uh, turned into Universal Music Group. Uh, Universal Music Group being the people that signed Imelda May uh, through their Nashville office. That this is that was a really really tough one to like pick and choose. Like so much, so much of this episode today um, is just there's so much fucking information. And I'm trying to like sift through and like just you know make make the make the right calls. I mean like how do you talk about an artist that has like all this fucking experience and like all these fucking awards that has gone on to do the fucking Grammys with Jeff Beck and only to talk about a record label that's been around since fucking 1929. I'm trying. This is really my first attempt at like doing a doing a dig on like something that has like a ton of fucking content um so 
with with them being signed out of the Nashville office, I do have a review today. Uh, there there wasn't anything from like the normal uh, the normal outlets that I go through, but I did find one really really great one from the Guardian. And like I usually don't fuck with the Guardian, but uh, especially especially for music reviews, like if I'm trying to like look into political shit or something like that, like the Guardians are usually really really good for me. Uh, but I usually don't fuck around when it comes to music, but I did find this uh, review from when Tribal came out. Uh, the Guardian gave it four out of five stars, and uh, it stated, Dubliner Amelda May has done handsomely out of planting herself at the junction of rockabilly, burlesque, and street corner sassiness. Uh, eh. And uh, her fourth studio album uh, doesn't tinker with the recipe. Uh, there's no need. Tribal's title track, in fact, alludes to the pleasures of existing outside music's mainstream and Maze Hand's rockabilly is a feral form uh, vitally alive and compelling incorporating pounding percussion rootsy guitars ravenous vocals slow burns like Gypsy and Me and Wicked Way nuanced blues numbers juxtaposed by deliciously sleazy B-movie trumpet fills the album is no is no time capsule it's fresh embracing and I really really like that because so often fucking rockabilly and psychabilly specifically like there is a huge stigma that goes along with it like whether it be like the old cars the hair the style like i i get it i i i get it like i i love the style i i love if if you go if if you go online and do it yourself you can find um plenty of pictures of imelda may with her hair she looks fucking incredible she looks like a true fucking pinup um, but I do understand that, like, with Rockabilly comes a little bit of a stigma, and this album completely beats the fuck out of it all. Like, it is new, it is fresh, it is completely worth listening to. Like, if you, if you need something new to listen to, if you want a strong fucking female voice screaming in your ear, and then get those, like, nuanced songs and stuff like that, like, Tribal, for what this band is, is very, very different. Like, like the review said, like there, uh, there are some things like that are different about this album than previous efforts, and it shows because they are they're faster. The lyric content is different, and then like it's just really, really, really smart. When you listen to it, it's beautiful. It sounds great, cover to cover. It totally fucking works, and I really, really like this album. I have no idea like what like I don't I I don't really have words for this album because this album keeps coming on again and again and again this is one of those albums that I listen to when I'm just like I have nothing to do like I have nothing to do I have nowhere to be like and I don't even know what I want to listen to Imelda Mace Tribal is almost always my first pick of just like well I'll start here and see what happens it's like Imelda Mace Tribal and then like any Nerve Agents record that's something we can dig into a little bit later though but like songs like the hellfire club uh ghost of you wicked way round the bend i want to dance right around right, right amount of wrong like it just it, this is an album you can sit down and you can listen to cover to fucking cover and have no fucking problem by the time the album is actually done and over with you i think i think you'd be surprised because it just happens so quick like you listen to it you have a really really good time and then out of nowhere it's just like all right well that's it and that those are the kinds of albums that i always really really love because those are the kinds of albums that keep you coming back and back and back and back to keep listening to it and this 
for me is that kind of album. I fucking love it. I know uh, that she released an album after Tribal. It didn't turn out. It's a lot different. It's a lot different because her husband, who's the guitar player, and her got a divorce, and it just he took the he took the band he took the band with him. Uh, so it's a it's a singer songwriter album, and like her voice is dope. But do not do not be surprised if you listen to this, and it is just an acoustic guitar, light vocals, strong lyrics. I mean, like Bono Bono helped with it, so. If you're into that, awesome. If you're not into that, awesome. It's just not Imelda May. Imelda May, to me, in like the purest form, will always be Mayhem and Tribal. Like those two. Like those are my one-two knockouts. I fucking love those albums. I'm not taking away from <clears throat> what's it called? I think it's a love flesh and blood or something like that i don't own it i listened to it i tried i really really did but it just it doesn't it doesn't get you where you need to be if you have fallen in love with this aspect of this band um that's all i'm gonna say today uh tribal is a great fucking album to listen to it's something new and something not too terribly many people know about i was really really excited to do this I'm 90% sure that this is going to come up really, really short, but this is also my first attempt at condensing an entire career's worth of information and a storied record label, and I'm I, I'm trying like I I'm trying to figure out like the best the best way and like the best the best things to pick out and what I'm going to say about it and everything in between so whether whether this is a dry run for future episodes when i start getting into older bands and things like that uh we'll we'll call it we'll we'll call it even on that like this this is the first one and hopefully everything works out a-okay hopefully you got a little bit of information about the artist the band and i mean i know we didn't even like really dig into the fact that yeah amelda may have performed with jeff beck at the grammys that's dope and i mean she also recorded or she didn't record she was also on um letterman and the late 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 show uh or the late late show uh i mean this this woman and this band have been so many places that i didn't even realize uh prior to looking into any of this uh and if you get the opportunity watch some of their live videos watch some of their music videos imelda may with her band was fucking fantastic and very like very reminiscent of like the cramps in the b-52s like like the uh the reviewers uh I, that i had seen say that said that said thank you so much for listening today um i'm not going to allude to an album that i'm going to talk about next week um because quite frankly i've uh, all but doubled the list of albums that i want to talk about so i'm just gonna throw a fucking dart and uh see what happens um as always i know especially especially now as always i know shit's weird we're still we're all figuring it out together i'm here i'm available i would love to hear your voices give them hell
Another one goes that I find before. 